Good evening. Today is Sunday, the 30th of June, 2019. I'm Jaka, your friendly regular person host for our regular person prayers. I am back as promised. Normally I only do morning prayer unless it's a feast day or some other special occasion. However, I needed to get to church this morning. I was still 10 minutes late, by the way. And so I did not give any personal thoughts or pray the full healing intercessory prayers. And so I'm back this evening. Our readings for this evening are Psalm 145, Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 through 32. And I would add that these are the readings for the daily office today. So they're going to be different from your readings at the Eucharist necessarily so. This morning we read um, Psalm 118, 1 Samuel 10, 1 through 16, Romans 4, 13 through 25. I will cover all of the day's readings in my thoughts, which you can fast forward or do whatever you want with. I'm grateful that you all are here, and without further ado, let's get started. Also, I should say I'm thankful to everybody who reached out to me um, and wished me well with my breakup process. I really appreciate that. Um, a breakup is still a kind of grief. So necessarily when I pull the string on this grief and really try to walk bravely toward it and with God's help, use it as a catalyst for growth. Um, I find that I grieve the other things as well, that grief over this relationship, and it's not really grief over the relationship, it's grief over the relationship's potential, if that makes sense. Uh, really is all wound up with grief over the loss of my friend a few weeks ago, grief over the loss of my father, that anniversary is coming up as well, and uh, just general grief that all is not as it should be. So this is a great opportunity to kind of unpack all of those things together. You guys who know me personally might know that I am an excellent compartmentalizer and I tend to put things in boxes on shelves in the darkest recesses of my mind and or heart and so this is giving me a chance to unpack some of that stuff um, and any chance to process and lay down some of the things that I've carried is for me at least a good thing so thank you all I appreciate you being part of my process and I love you Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers and mothers, creator of the changes of day and night, giving rest to the weary, renewing the strength of those who are spent, bestowing upon us occasions of song in the evening. As you have protected us in the day that is past, so be with us in the coming night. Keep us from every evil and every fear, for you are our light and salvation and the strength of our life. To you be glory for endless ages. Amen. Let our prayer be set forth in your sight as incense, the lifting up of our hands as the evening sacrifice. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins so that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you 
in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalm 145, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall lodge your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed, and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness, and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is, gracio the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power, to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfying the desire of every living thing. The Lord is just in all his ways and kind in all his doings. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of all who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh will bless his holy name. 
forever and ever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 through 32. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the temple came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what, ator- by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same, and he answered, I go, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers.
God the Father, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God the Son, you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God the Holy Spirit, you make our bodies the temple of your presence. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. Holy Trinity, one God, in you we live and move and have our being. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to all who seek your guidance and to all who are lonely, anxious, or despondent a knowledge of your will and an awareness of your presence. Hear us, O Lord of life. Mend broken relationships and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind and serenity of spirit. Hear us, O Lord of life. Bless physicians, nurses, and all others who minister to the suffering, granting them wisdom and skill, sympathy and patience. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to the dying peace and a holy death, and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit those who are bereaved. Hear us, O Lord of life. Restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin in our lives, in our nation, and in the world. Hear us, O Lord of life. You are the Lord who does wonders. You have declared your power among the peoples. With you, O Lord, is the well of life, and in your light we see light. Hear us, O Lord of life. Heal us and make us whole. Let us pray. Dear God, I pray for our homes, our workplaces, our places of worship, our places of recreation, that all of them may be clear and clean and filled with the Holy Spirit. Almighty God, giver of life and health, send your blessing on all who are sick and upon those who minister to them, that all weakness may be vanquished by the triumph of the risen Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Lover of souls, we bless your holy name for all who are called to mediate your grace to those who are sick or infirm. Sustain them by your Holy Spirit, that they may bring your loving kindness to those in pain, fear, and confusion, that in bearing one another's burdens they may follow the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 
God, surround your children with your compassion as they live with their loved ones in sickness. Help them to accept the limits of what they can do, that feelings of helplessness and frustration and anger may be transformed into serene acceptance and joyful hope in you. Let them remember the grief and love of Jesus over the afflictions of their friends, knowing that God too weeps. Bring them gladness and strengthened love in their service. Through Christ our companion. Amen. May God the Mother bless you, God the Son heal you, God the Holy Spirit give you strength. May God the Holy and Undivided Trinity guard our bodies, save our souls, and bring us safely to God's heavenly country, where she lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, watch with us over your children and hear our yearning that they may be restored to health. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Gentle Jesus, stay beside your children through this night. Take away their pain. Keep them safe. Help them in their fear. Make their bodies strong again and their hearts glad. Thank you for your love which surrounds them always. Amen. Jesus, our Redeemer, Good Shepherd of the sheep, you gather the lambs and carry them in your arms. We entrust our children to your loving care. Relieve their pain, restore in them your gifts of joy and strength, and raise them up to a life in your service. Hear us, we pray, for your dear name's sake. Amen. Gentle Jesus, though we are not worthy to have you come under our roof, you are God's word of healing to us. Be with us now, that we may know your presence in one another, and rise up in joy to greet you. Grant this, for your love's sake. Amen. Blessed Jesus, living water, solid rock, uphold your children, loose the fetters of sickness, break their yokes of pain, and from this land of affliction lead them home. Amen. Loving God, your heart overflows with compassion for your whole creation. Pour out your spirit on all persons living with illness for which we have no cure, as well as their families and loved ones. Help them to know that you claim them as your own. Deliver them from fear and pain, and send your archangel Raphael to minister to their needs. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Merciful God, in your love and wisdom, you know the needs and fears of your people before we can name them. Grant that your children and we who watch with them may be enabled to surrender all our cares to you as you care for us. Give us peace of mind and unshakable trust in you. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Blessed Jesus, in your last agony, you commended your spirit to your Father. We seek your mercy for your children and all who are dying. May death become for them as it was for you, a birth to everlasting life. Receive those whom we commend to you with the blessed assurance that whether we wake or sleep, we remain with you one God, forever. Amen. Merciful God, whose son Jesus wept at the death of Lazarus, look with compassion on all who are bound by sorrow and pain through the death of their loved ones, 
Comfort them, grant them the conviction that all things work together for good to those who love you, and help them to find sure trust and confidence in your resurrection power. Through Jesus Christ, our Deliverer. Amen. In your tender mercies, O God, remember your children who expect or have just received a grave diagnosis. Help them to trust in your goodness and believe that after a time of trial, they shall be established on the firm foundation of your deliverance. Amen. Keep watch, dear God, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. God of all comfort, our very present help in trouble, be near to your children for whom our prayers are offered. Look on them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your presence. Preserve them from the enemy and give them patience in their affliction. Restore them to health and lead them to your eternal glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the Word made flesh, you overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascended again to the Father. Grant our children, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend them, to guard their going out and coming in, and to bring them safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. Blessed Jesus, in the comfort of your love, we lay before you the memories that haunt your children, the anxieties that perplex them, the despair that frightens them, and their frustration at their inability to think clearly. Help them to discover your forgiveness in their memories and know your peace in their distress. Touch them, O, o God, and fill them with your light and your hope. Amen. God, the strength of the weak and the comfort of those who suffer, heal our prayers and grant your children the power of your grace, that their sickness may be turned into health and our sorrow into joy, for, for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Spirit of all, of all healing, visit your children. In your power, renew health within them and raise them up in joy, according to your loving kindness, for which we give thanks and praise, through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Gracious God, only source of life and health, help, comfort, and relieve your children, and give your power of healing to those who minister to their needs, that their weakness may be turned to strength and confidence in your love and care, for the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. Holy and blessed one, shine on your children who lie sleepless. 
illumine their spirits and give them rest in you so that they may recognize you as the true God who brings us out of darkness into our eternal light. Amen. O God, our refuge and strength in this place of unrelenting light and noise, enfold your children in your holy darkness and silence, that they may rest secure under the shadow of your wings. Amen. Sanctify, O God, the sickness of your servants, that the sense of their weakness may add strength to their faith and seriousness to their repentance, and grant that they may live with you in everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Loving God, we pray that you will comfort your children in their suffering. Lend skill to the hands of their healers and bless the means used for their cure. Give them such confidence in the power of your grace that even when they are afraid, they may put their whole trust in you. Through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Strengthen your servants, O God, to go where they have to go and bear what they have to bear, that accepting your healing gifts at the hands of surgeons, nurses, and technicians, they may be restored to wholeness with a thankful heart. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Holy One, you do not distance yourself from the pain of your people. But in Jesus, bear that pain with us and bless all who suffer at others' hands. Hallow our flesh and all creation. With your cleansing love, bring healing and strength to us. And by your justice, lift us up. That in the body you have given us, we may again rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Lord Christ, you came into the world as one of us and suffered as we do. As we go through the trials of life, help us to realize that you are with us at all times and in all things, that we have no secrets from you, and that your loving grace enfolds us for eternity. In the security of your embrace, we pray. Amen. God, your loving kindness never fails, and your mercies are new every morning. We thank you for giving your children relief from pain and hope of health renewed. Continue the good work begun in them, that increasing daily in wholeness and strength, they may rejoice in your goodness and so order their lives always to think and do that which pleases you. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Loving God, inspired by your Holy Spirit, those who are afraid of losing hope especially your children for whom we now pray. Give them a fresh vision of your love, that they may find again what they fear they have lost. Grant them your powerful deliverance through the one who makes all things new. Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Giver of all grace, we pray your peace, which passes all understanding. For those who are developmentally disabled, 
Grant that they may always be sustained in love, their gifts honored and their difficulties understood, that none may add to their troubles. We ask this in the name of the one who comforted those who were troubled in mind, Jesus, our Savior. Amen. O blessed God, you minister to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen. My thoughts on the readings, and we're going to go ahead and just start chronologically in our Bible. So the reading from Samuel, this is interesting to me. All this symbology, going to the tomb, going to the Oak of Tabor, I think it's, I think, it is signifying a redemption of the past. And then it looks forward to the future when it talks about the band of prophets coming down <coughs> and playing the music. David, who will be a descendant, is known for dancing and singing and praising God with joy. Even to an extent that it's unseemly. And then this is interesting. The spirit of the Lord will possess you and you'll be in a prophetic frenzy and be turned into a different person. It's very interesting. Now when these signs meet you, do whatever you see fit to do for God is with you. So God's going to give him everything that he needs and then leave it up to him. Isn't that what God does for us? Isn't all of this what God does for us? redeems the past, blesses us into the future, gives us everything that we need, and then leaves it up to us. Forgive me for my frequent pauses. My throat is raw today. As he turned away to leave Samuel, this is verse 9, God gave him another heart, and all these signs were fulfilled that day. And he became a proverb. And then he discerningly kept quiet on the matter of the kingship. I think these are kingship. I think these are all lessons for us. God, give us another heart. Fulfill signs and let us be fulfillers of signs. Let our names be proverbs among the prophets. Let us spread the word that you want us to spread. And keep quiet and still about that which time has not come. Amen. Right, next up is Psalm <coughs> 118. More about God's steadfast love. 
which is the only unchanging love, right? Very interesting in verse, I'm sorry, I keep saying that, forgive me for my, tonight's ism, I guess, is very interesting. I take heart in verses 8 and 9. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in mortals. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. God is greater than earthly rulers. Praise God. Amen. 15. There are glad songs of victory in the tents of the righteous. And I would add here, even in the midst of war, the verses before this talk about being besieged, but God is salvation and God is victory. Even when we can't see the victory yet, know that the victory is coming and praise God, even in the midst of battle, even in the midst of war. And then it talks about the gates of righteousness, which are Christ. Christ is the gate of righteousness through which we enter by faith. I think I shall end simply with, with praying word for word the last couple of verses. <coughs> you are our God, and we will give thanks to you. You are our God. We will extol you. O oh, give thanks to the God. Give thanks to God, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. May our earthly love reflect God's steadfast love. May we be mirrors and prisms that refract and reflect God's love, not distorting it, but spreading it. Amen. And then Psalm 145, verse 5. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. You've heard me say before that where we fix our minds, that's where our intentions and our actions follow. And I believe that's why it's important to meditate on the wondrous and beauty and glory and grace and love of God. Because if that is where we fix our minds in meditation, ergo, our hearts and our actions will follow. And then I think it is remarkable how much in this reading the word all is repeated. God is good to all. God makes known to all. God upholds all, raises up all. The eyes of all look to God. God is just in all his ways and kind in all his doings, near to all, to all. Fills the desire of all who fear him, watches over all who love him, loves him. And then the very... Oh, actually, it's a second to last all. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. This kind of parallels back to 13. Your kingdom, God's kingdom, is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. Unlike a temporary human kingdom, right, which is just the blink of an eye and one of the books I'm reading, The New Rules of War, talks about 
durable disorder being and chaos being the kind of the the status quo for the universe and the order over the last few hundred years is is not only a blip in the grand scheme of time but also an anomaly in the grand scheme of things and so again I take comfort in knowing that even if human kingdoms good or bad are temporary God is forever and God if we pass on God's love that is what will endure from generation to generation that is the greatest legacy and then all flesh will bless God's holy name and pass that love on I want to focus in as well on verse 9 the Lord is good to all and his compassion is over all that he has made there is no other in God's mind. God's grace, graciousness and, and love are not for, for one set of people. They are for all people, all creation, every blade of grass, every human. There is no human that God does not love and have compassion for. May we come to know in our hearts some small piece of that. Our gospel reading. <coughs> this is familiar, right? Because we've read it by another writer recently. I've got a question here regarding human origin. Because the question asked is, did the baptism of John come from heaven or was it of human origin? And I would say that if you unfold human origin back far enough, human origin is God. So at our heart, our true selves, at the core of us, we are God's creation. We are of God. So since our origin is of God, if we can get back all the way back to our origin then it is the same thing. And I just, I believe that. And I think that we spend, as some authors have said, much of our prayer life unknowing. So God, may we unknow the things that are false and relearn the things that are true. May we find our true origin in you and we, may we act from that place of love and creation. Amen. And then he tells a second parable. And I mean, man, these folks who thought they were righteous, they must have been really upset that tax collectors and prostitutes are going to heaven ahead of them because they had eyes to see. God, let us be humble. Grant us with our humility eyes to see. Let us recognize. Awaken us, O oh God, to your truth. Let us find it in the world around us where we know that you have laid it. For you are in all things, O God. Amen. And our New Testament reading in Romans. I'll digress just a little bit here and say that I, I always find it easy to turn to Romans because I was reading Romans one day when it began to rain and I didn't quite want to go inside until I was finished. So all my Romans pages are kind of wrinkly with uh, dried raindrops.
so this passage talks about that dependence on faith, not on law, which might at first seem like, oh, good. But then also it's difficult because, as we've talked about before, faith is not formulaic. The law is formulaic. So there is reassurance, I think, for many of us in the law in that the law seems to be telling us, in our humanity we seem to to read it as, if you follow this formula, you will be safe, you will be okay, you will be saved, you will be whatever. And it's, not only is it not really that way, but it's, it's very easily seen not that way with faith. That's, that's the very definition of faith. And so it feels unsure and wobbly and we second guess ourselves and God and everything else because there is no certainty except God and we must move through faith to know God. And so it just seems like I don't quite want to say a catch-22 but it seems like a soul conundrum. That to have faith, we must know God, and to know God, we must have faith. But it's in the searching that we find that willingness to know God and be found, no matter what might be in that knowing. You know, it's frightening to think about knowing our true selves. It's frightening for me to think about knowing my true past. But with God with us, we do not need to be afraid. We learned in an earlier passage that God is compassionate to all. He is compassionate to me. He is compassionate to my perpetrators. He is compassionate to me as a perpetrator when I have done wrong. God loves us through everything, even the darkest places of our souls, even the most evil things that we have done and have been done to us. It's by faith that we exercise that, those places and those memories, when we invite God in. God can do anything. He can bring life to an old man on the edge of death and his barren wife and create a beautiful legacy through them. We are never too old. We are never too used up and we are never too wrong or bad or too anything to be used by God. I spend a lot of my life, a lot of my energy distilling myself, watering myself down so that I'm not too much for everybody around me, too smart, too pretty, too fast. But with God, who made me all of these things, I do not, you do not, have to filter any part of ourselves out. Praise God. May we come to know ourselves through and in God. Our true selves are created refined, learning, growing, beautiful selves. Amen.
let's say again my favorite poem and then go to bed or my favorite prayer I guess it is kind of a poem keep watch dear God with those who work or watch or weep this night and give your angels charge over those who sleep tend the sick gracious Christ give rest to the weary bless the dying soothe the suffering pity the afflicted shield the joyous and all for your love's sake Amen.